Chapter twenty eight of My Reminiscences by Rabindranath Tagore. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter twenty eight European Music. When I was in Brighton, I once went to hear some prima donna. I forgot her name. It may have been Madame Nielsen or Madame Albani. Never before had I come across such an extraordinary command over the voice even our best singers cannot hide their sense of effort nor are they ashamed to bring out as best they can top notes or bass notes beyond their proper register in our country the understanding portion of the audience think no harm in keeping the performance up to standard by dint of their own imagination for the same reason they do not mind any harshness of voice or uncouthness of gesture in the exponent of a perfectly formed melody on the contrary they seem sometimes to be of opinion that such minor external defects serve better to set off the internal perfection of the composition as with the outward poverty of the great ascetic mahadeva whose divinity shines forth naked this feeling seems entirely wanting in europe their outward embellishment must be perfect in every detail and the least defect stands shamed and unable to face the public gaze in our musical gatherings nothing is thought of spending half an hour in tuning up the tempuras or hammering into tone the drums little and big in europe such duties are performed beforehand behind the scenes for all that comes in front must be faultless there is thus no room for weak spot in the singer's voice in our country a correct and artistic exposition of the melody is the main object thereon is concentrated all the effort footnote with indian music it is not a mere question of correctly rendering a melody exactly as composed but the theme of the original composition is the subject of an improvised interpretative elaboration by the expounding artist End of footnote. in europe the voice is the object of culture and with it they perform impossibilities in our country the virtuoso is satisfied if he has heard the song in europe they got to hear the singer this is what i saw that day in brighton to me it was as good as a circus but admire the performance as i did i could not appreciate the song i could hardly keep up from laughing when some of the cadences imitated the warbling of birds i felt all the time that it was a misapplication of the human voice when it came to a turn of a male singer i was considerably relieved i especially liked the tenor voices which had more of human flesh and blood in them and seemed like the disembodied lament of a forlorn spirit after this as i went on hearing and learning more and more of european music i began to get into the spirit of it but up to now I am convinced that our music and theirs abide in altogether different apartments and do not gain entry to the heart by the self-same door. European music seems to be intertwined with its material life so that the text of its songs may be as various as that of life itself. If we attempt to put our tunes to the same variety of views, they tend to lose their significance and become ludicrous. 
for our melodies transcend the barriers of everyday life and only thus can they carry us so deep into pity so high into aloofness their function being to reveal a picture of the inmost inexpressible depths of our being mysterious and impenetrable where the devotee may find his hermitage ready or even an epicurean his bower but where there is no room for the busy man of the world i cannot claim that i gained admittance to the soul of european music but what little of it i came to understand from the outside attracted me greatly in one way it seemed to me so romantic it is somewhat difficult to analyze what i mean by that word what i could refer to it is the aspect of variety of abundance of the waves on the sea of life of the ever-changing light and shade on their ceaseless undulations there is the opposite aspect of pure extension of the unwinkling blue of the sky of the silent hint of immeasurability in the distant circle of the horizon however that may be let me repeat at the risk of not being perfectly clear that whenever i have been moved by european music i have said to myself it is romantic it is translating into melody the evanescence of life not that we wholly lack the same attempt in some forms of our music but it is less pronounced less successful our melodies give voice to star-spangled night to the first reddening of dawn they speak of the sky-pervading sorrow which lowers in the darkness of clouds the speechless deep intoxication of the forest-roaming spring End of chapter 28 Read by Lambda